listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's crazy how you can go from being Joe Blow to everybody on your dick, no homo. I bought my whole family whips, no Volvos. Next time I'm in the church, please no photos. Police escorts, everybody passports. This is the life that everybody asked for. This is the fast life. We are on a crash course. What uh, what you think I rap for? To push a fucking rap for? But I know that if I stay stunting, all these girls gonna only want one thing. I can spend my whole life goodwill hunting only good gonna come if i still come only good come is it good when i'm coming she got an ass that'll swallow up a g-string and up top two bee stings hey welcome to the black out test podcast y'all's rod and and we're in the house on a saturday morning trying to get the uh, afternoon actually trying to get this thing going Mm -hmm. for you listeners you Mm -hmm. for all you peoples out there looking out for us uh you can find this show uh the blackout tips at theblackouttips.com also itunes stitcher the blackout who tips just search for us google play leave us five star reviews and we read them on the show it's that simple everybody loves to have the stuff read on the show right Mm -hmm. i mean come on uh you can also go to theblackouttips.com and you can do stuff like vote in the polls you can uh donate to the show uh one time recurring however you guys prefer to uh get your voices heard out there and to donate uh we appreciate all that stuff too um you can leave comments on the poll votes in the polls i mean it's just so many ways to interact with the show there plus all our contact information is up there too so you know go to the about section and you got a mailing address and all that stuff so that's all you gotta do blackoutis.com for all those needs you can email us the blackoutis at gmail.com uh so we're just we're we're just out here guys okay we're both on twitter i'm rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in dat that's right so reach out let us know what's going on and we'll we'll hook this up for you guys okay oh was that you yeah my bad sorry Mm. old school right there not professional i'm sorry it's all good it's all good um so yeah uh let's get to the people who donated Turn your phones off in the church, everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, no You're text. Embarrassing me. Recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. The first lady of the church playing Angry Birds. <laughs> Andy. Andy, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Andy. We think he's brand new. Mr. Span, recurring donator early days of photography get your kids some pictures thank you everybody. not just the proofs okay stop trying to get grandmama the proofs i know trying to go to walmart and make copies Mm-mm, that don't work a woods at a recurring donator thank you Nicole f recurring donator mm-hmm. marvin b yes marvin b martha f recurring donator thank uh you. and that means her son will never be able to be killed by batman <laughs> i know latonya d recurring donator thank you very much latonya we appreciate that justin j also a recurring donator justin we appreciate you we do candace h out here recurring and donating we'll see that asia d oh asia oh asia d asia d chrishell recurring donator thank you chrishell uh jason j a different jason j recurring donator thank you uh conrad of course uh first time recurring donator every time mm-hmm. we got a one-time donation from robert r who says absolutely love tbgwt i'm approaching my one-year listening anniversary and have just gone premium too 
you two are worth it keep uh being keep being your good humble and earnest selves uh wolf girl aka at butterfly rose on twitter oh thank, thank you. you and enjoy the premium it's a lot of shit out there dog we appreciate that monica b recurring donator rock from the black astronaut podcast recurring donator got a one-time anonymous donation that says hi rod thank you and karen for putting out such a great product thank you anonymous thank you uh rita may hit us with the recurring donation thank you rita I think that's more than normal because we didn't do saturday last week yeah uh nicholas c recurring donator thank you bomani jones recurring donator with the fly new car the fly yes. new car the ride is sweet thank you Bo. tiffany p recurring donator jamar d recurring donator uh all due respect uh recurring donator I'm, we thank you all due respect right back at you that manny fresh is coming in anthony van d recurring donator renate recurring donator mm-hmm. pete b recurring donator that's a rapper olivia uh with this film underscore esquire on twitter and that's everybody thank you so thank much you, guys. everybody we will smile for you with all this money whatever you're in right now smile for me smile can you just smile for me and the people say, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, oh, 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 you look so much better when you, on itunes and i forgot i didn't check stitcher let me uh check that real quick okay but uh yeah to leave us five star reviews on itunes karen what do they need to do to leave us a five star review on itunes go to any apple device that you have and go into your itunes store and uh well actually the, the podcast store and uh type in the black apple tips and up in the top left hand corner you'll see some stars click on it and you'll be able to leave us a five-star review and we will read any five-star review as long as we like it so you can leave a five-star review and we don't like it we're not reading it and um if you leave less than a uh, five-star review we won't we will act like it's invisible for those of you that are living outside of the continental united states this does include canada and or mexico even though we're front to back back to front day apple don't give us a shit we don't see you people so let us know so we can read your your reviews yeah and no stitcher reviews this week uh, there's been no reviews for 25 days i don't know what's going on with stitcher. stitcher if it's a stitcher problem or is it y'all problem maybe everybody left stitcher i don't know yeah but uh <laughs> if you want to leave review on stitcher and i know a lot of people left uh stitcher because of, you know, they're having a lot of problems and glitches and shit like that uh for those of you that are still listening to us through stitcher to leave us a uh review on stitcher actually just type in the blackout who's the easiest way to t- it's to type in because i know stitcher is a little bit more complicated it's type in the blackout who tips uh stitcher page and it'll actually take you directly to the stitcher page and actually on the stitcher page there'll be some stars you click on those stars you can write us a review that if you've left the review on stitcher and you went well i haven't um it hasn't posted yet stitcher actually emails you so for those of you that have left one and be like well i haven't replied please check your email so once you leave a review on stitcher stitcher actually sends you an email click the email confirmation and then after that the email will actually post it's a little extra step versus just itunes just waiting 
um for your uh post to post so we thank you for those that continue to leave us five-star reviews on itunes and or stitcher uh we know that some of you left them on one but not the other you know come on now i'm, I'm looking at y'all out there you know you own you only pay five percent the other ten percent come from the other one all right so let's talk about the people that did leave five-star reviews mm-hmm. on itunes tanya renee says all five stars amazing podcast amazing couple i love y'all Mwah. thank you Mwah back at you seamorge mm-hmm. i think uh it's like a j or something seamorge uh says man five stars uh funny i've been following rob for like six months on twitter at least my interest started from your dim thrones commentary and you appearing on chris's show movie trailer reviews just now starting to listen to y'all's podcast i'm hooked y'all are so funny together thank you thank you we love chris and them mm-hmm. uh, even though they hate x-men okay <laughs> they do not like x-men uh zone a says black guy and gal who entertains five stars i recently started listening to the blackout tips after following rod on twitter for a while and i'm kicking myself for waiting so long the passion that rod and karen have for what they do is so obvious and inspiring to hear karen's exclamation point of a laugh never fails to make me smile keep up the good work thank you will thank you uh rod karen thank you this is by uh d uh c james aka dj spin fresh my girlfriend shared this podcast with me in november 2015 prior to this i never really enjoyed podcasting tvgwt is now part of my daily routine i especially look forward to mondays at work because i get to binge on saturday and sunday episodes uh back to back i am at work listening to episode 1206 we made it and i'm very moved by the way you addressed the dim thrones criticism it shows a high level intelligence objectiveness maturity and taking ownership the depth of your daily discussion is indicative of the hard work you put into your material thank you for being consistent i'm now a premium member and i couldn't be happier keep up the good work oh man oh thank you sweetie and i hope you keep on doing your dj mix out there baby thank you um can't get through my commute without it shanice 822 says hi rod and karen wanted to write a review to tell you how much i love the show the boyfriend and i both listening and i and it consistently provides new and interesting topics of conversation for us i also specifically wanted to tell you how much i appreciate your ongoing efforts to be supportive to other people in the podcast community even when those efforts are not always reciprocated or appreciated i was disappointed to hear some of the small-minded irrational anger that has recently come your way and since i'm not in position to subscribe just yet i figured a five-star review can help show uh, my support for now please keep up the good work and i look forward to witnessing your continued success oh thank you sweetie and the five-star reviews do matter i know when people love things they go well i love it it will always be there but these five-star reviews really do matter and we completely understand that everybody might not have the money to donate everybody might not have the money to go premium but you do have a lot of love and support for the show so this is one way to support the show this absolutely positively free baby and i thank you for leaving that five-star review you might not think it's much but it's a lot to us yeah and also you know controversy always does kind of get people to come around and stuff but um i feel like i've made that same mistake on the mic kind of before so i'm um you know to me it's not really just about being humble or anything like that because it was you know that's a friendship i didn't want to lose over what i see as a misunderstanding and i'm glad we were able to work it out man you know i hope people have fun listening to the show wednesday because to me that's what it was all about man just showing people like um it don't have to be a, a fight 
you know it don't have to be a battle it doesn't have negative people don't have to win every time uh one of my favorite podcasts by social twerking who says i wrote a review of this podcast before but i'm not sure what happened because it never posted it probably some cursing probably some cussing anyway yeah you know steve jobs did a lot he rolled through there but i take this one out and this one out what's up niggas delete Mm -mm. Uh, anyways i want to start by saying that Ryder can't give me so much life with every episode i've been listening for years now and i cannot express how thankful i am for the host i graduated a few weeks ago with my master's degree in social work and i experienced a really rough time i was working full-time in child protective services doing a 24-hour per week internship and enrolled in grad school full-time all of that on top of marital and mental health issues rod and karen were a breath of fresh air almost every day i was able to keep up with current events and they kept me laughing i don't think that they will ever know how important they are to their listeners practice of self-care maybe now that i'm finished school i could donate some shmoney love you guys oh Oh, no we love you too and we really love that shmoney you know get that chalupa you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) um horatio said congratulations on your degree by the way yes ma'am master when they look at you say call me master uh (laughs) hey y'all horatio says or maybe it's pronounced horatio either way um uh hey again won't be fooled again (laughs) hey but i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) hey again i'm coming in for the double the judgmental power over those who don't leave reviews i just want to say i respect you guys so much for having five starter on to explain that side of the story that's something most people don't get to see it just says a random question i've always wanted to ask if bullet ball is the unofficial sport what's the official one i mean we just didn't want to say officially bullet ball because i don't want that nigga suing me he might need the money i don't know you know he's like he was in some dire situations and i don't want him to be like i didn't approve this so we just call it unofficial Mm -hmm. love you guys maybe not enough to hold your doors but i'll put a dresser in front of it for you oh thank thank you. you uh and that's it for the five star reviews but we appreciate everybody took the time out to tell mm-hmm. to do one keep believing them y'all keep mm-hmm. leaving them we love reading them uh and then we got some comments on the website the first one was actually for an off-season review that me and justin did for happen leonard uh celester 63 by and, and the thing that we said was i don't know why we're doing this off-season review i know it's about three people that watch this damn show me justin and this guy <laughs> <laughs> or, or lady i don't know celeste's gender celeste 63 says hey rod and justin i'm late to listening to this review but i was also watching happen leonard and i thought it was good i'm a fan of michael k williams ever since the wire and boardwalk empire i'm not sure but i think happen leonard got approved for a second season yeah i mean it was short it's only like six episodes i hope they get another season man during yeah, yeah. And, and i think more shows might need to start off with a shorter season too because a lot of times when the when shows start off that's what the walking dead did and uh uh fear the walking dead when you start with shorter seasons for some reason you're more apt to get renewed i feel like more shows need shorter season not because they want them to get renewed but just there's not 22 episodes of storytelling in most shows right in most shows it is not like i just finished uh last night we just finished arrow and flash and i gotta say man i was a little underwhelmed for both of those shows because they just didn't have 22 hour episodes of content to be honest in my opinion like they could have cut out eight episodes and had a much tighter better story but i'm sure we'll get into that when we do our off-season reviews for those yes we will anyway um during a flashback scene trudy kill half little bird so i think that's what she was talking about when she said she killed whatever the, the name was speaking of trudy i know there's no nudity on the show but i kept wanting to see those titties 
lol anyway overall <laughs> i thought it was a good show and we'll continue to watch the next season peace, peace. yeah trudy is also um the lady from um mad men um so uh people been wanting to see her titties forever christina hendrix is her name something like that um i want to say that's her name but uh i want to say her news leaked already like people i'm pretty sure people already have seen them titties so uh you know i think they already they already out here so uh and i'm sure you'll be able to find them with a google search and a little bit of time on your hands yeah, take off the uh the adult uh child sensor and they'll pop up probably yeah but she's been uh you know she's been getting them titties out there for the world to see for a minute so there you go uh at any rate i think she's also a great actress uh, <laughs> she's pretty <laughs> she is very pretty but she's she's a good actress too um all right let's get into the uh feedback on episodes let me see let me scroll down into the actual website okay yeah episode 1206 is we made it it's our feedback episode where we we did address the hashtag gate stuff but you know we also read everybody's feedback and stuff man and Mm -hmm. we you know all the people that had something to say we appreciate all those people we do um all right let me see if i can get this page to come up since uh it wants to act stupid now for some reason yeah everything everything's dragging now, yeah. that's just not you boo boo refresh my computer after this all right so ao writes in my heart fell when rod said last week was his highest professional high and lowest professional low i fuck with you integrity abounds from rod and karen they do not profess to be perfect and i appreciate the humility they display when they do or say something off please keep on going uh please keep on keeping on and celebrate your accomplishments great job for sure man you know sweetie it's weird too because like i was uh really out of it for a few days man like behind all this it's weird because i i think you gotta kind of be like a sociopath or something to like what you know how people always assume and say stuff like well that's what people want to be at the center of all this controversy and get all this attention Mm -mm. and i'm not one of those people you know and i'm definitely not like i like people to think of me even if it's mean i just want them thinking of me like if you if, i just would rather you leave me the fuck alone if you don't right. like me all attention ain't good attention and i don't want everybody's attention yeah you know like it gets to you to a negative place where you're just like it really man, does. like this is what people really think about me this is what so um i personally was kind of like uh glad that um when i woke up wednesday i was fine like i was really back to normal i was just like man i can't wait to talk to the boys tonight you know we're gonna have fun we're gonna kick it we're gonna have we're gonna make jokes about fucking uh game of thrones and it, and it's and then for a large part for a large part it'll be over i still don't think it'll be over over because uh i want to definitely get um jamie on the show mm-hmm. you know to recap game of thrones as well but uh you know it's just that thing where it's like it, it'll it's, it'll be good to move on and i i was like i don't know if it was just like uh having enough time or what but you know i just felt better wednesday so i was relieved uh tiger says i got upset at the beginning of this episode because i know y'all aren't like that i was ready to go to war if needed be because i fuck with y'all yeah I, I saw a lot of people on twitter getting ready to say something or using our hashtag to say shady shit about 
fire starter or something like something like that and for the most part i just respond back like if they at somebody with it or if they at us with it i just respond back like hey we're not that's not what we're about so um because i don't want anybody harassing them or any of that and a lot of people said that shit before they knew they were coming on the show so i think they really felt like it's gonna be some we riding this award type shit and i mean one it's the that's the nerdiest shit ever right a war over a hashtag that that would be literally uh-huh. the nerdiest we LARPing next? what's happening right. here yeah we gonna go larvin <laughs> that yeah we're gonna be out here larvin but um nah man it, it, i just didn't want to people add to the negativity and there were people showing up that just wanted a fight like they don't even really listen to our show like that they don't even come Look around the party. they don't shoot us any feedback when something positive is going on they don't donate they don't give right but then they come around when something fucked up is happening and they try to exacerbate the situation like fight 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 and i was glad to be able to ward all those people off man because um you know to me it wasn't like i'm gonna take the high road it was just like if if you have any empathy for for the people talking you try to work past the you know the anger and, and work it to a resolution like you know it's like uh if some if your wife walked in the house and started cussing that you yeah you could just start cussing back or you could like try to figure out like what what's going on this this is the reaction right and how do how do i fix it how are my actions contributing to it and what's the solution right because at the end of the day when somebody responds no matter how to respond if that response is not coming out of nowhere it's something it's something fueling it right right so i'm glad we could get to the bottom of it really Mm -hmm. that's all i wanted uh glad y'all took the high road to stay mature throughout this whole ordeal i hope that one day this incident will be trivial to both sides trying not to start crying so i'm gonna end this here shout out to blackout tips love y'all love you too baby yeah and 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 i think it'll it's already trivial to to me Mm -hmm. like it's already like man remember that time you know so uh and i mean i'm not saying that the lessons learned are trivial but just it's a hiccup in the road man mm-hmm. just try to move on because it's you know it was resolved it was talked out both parties seem to be understood that's it that's all you can do uh jamal says i never had the desire to write in about anything on the show character flaw not even a five-star review i see karen i see the side i Karen. yes coming from the pulpit mm-hmm. right at you the way you guys approach this issue made me a lifetime fan and as soon as my situation changes i promise i'm going premium that was fantastic man i can only hope that my petty transcends to your level one day kudos to you both <laughs> 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 uh yeah i you know i do think in a, a, a earlier more insecure time i probably would have been on some like fuck that you know because my feelings are hurt and then i would have just been thinking about myself yeah i know people joke about it but hurt people hurt people is a real right. statement i know people joke joke about that shit but honestly it truth lies in that because a lot of times when when, when people are hurtful for whatever reason it's important to them so if it's important to them that's all that matters i can't tell you how to feel and how not to feel about something and a lot of times when they lash out the repercussions is them hurting other people sometimes and sometimes people don't even realize that's the outcome of it until after everything is said and done yeah the first reaction is almost to conflict the first reaction is almost always like bad 
yeah so that's, you don't and it it almost never serves to diffuse the situation it just makes shit worse yep that's why a lot of times uh for conflict resolution a lot of times you have to sit back think breathe like people think that's some bullshit stuff but a lot of times you really do have to do leave the room walk away you know because people are like y'all we don't write don't fuss if i know because i'm grown and he grown i ain't got time to argue with a grown-ass motherfucker that's why i give uh like, i know nobody gonna want to hear this in the audience but fuck it i believe it that's why i gave taylor swift props a lot of people were like well she fucked up she said this shit about Nicki minaj and it was fucked up and i'm like you're right but her privilege is uh, her experience in life is a bunch of people always telling her how right she is right so it's a very tempting thing to give in to a bunch of people telling you you're right you've been wronged just say fuck those people and move on we got your back that's what most people would do because it's so easy to do because you could just be like yeah fuck them niggas fuck fuck this friendship fuck this us being colleagues fuck us being like friends like all this shit just fuck it because i'm angry and i feel like those kind of situations you always regret anyway so when i remember when taylor swift like apologizing Nicki Minaj, people were like man fuck her i don't give a fuck she shouldn't have said nothing the first i was like nah because to even apologize i know everybody was up her ass like fuck Nicki minaj she's rude mm-hmm. i don't like her black ass anyway she's right. unprofessional and it's like when you see pierce morgan agreeing with you you do have that moment when you're like yo i'm not yeah you gotta look around to see who all agreeing with you and sometimes when you had a crazies in your corner you go oh 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 i'm oh i must be on some fuck shit right you know and i think you know that's that's what happens when people get in your head because they'll have you believing the worst of people and people were trying to you know say the, the worst things about those dudes and i you know i personally don't want to just go oh this these people changed into completely different people overnight like i don't think that's how it works you know no so that but yeah it anyway the poll was easy it was just uh what would you rather see people build together people fight each other and uh 1.6 percent of y'all were honest and said fight each other uh 98 percent of y'all said build together and it's not that i think uh i just think in real life people believe they want to see people build but in general we like to see fights i don't i'm actually the opposite i guess i'm in that the 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 the, the people who say it and actually mean it <laughs> like i'm yeah. like nope i don't know what the percentage would be but you know what i mean i do people talk so a good people, game people, but if i was walking down the street right now say it's a fight over there most people will be like i'm gonna run over there and see what the fight is i'm the complete opposite even well, in real life but well, that's because yeah. you're scared but that fuck yes okay but i'm talking about just okay so if, if i say karen it's a fight on channel 12 on tv you would you would just be like i don't want to watch that fight that's a different story that's what i'm saying okay it's, it's like if someone called you and says turn to the nba game they got a fight people people be like yeah i want to see that fight yes most people want to see a fight when they not involved in it and there's no danger to them people will rather see people fight for their entertainment that's my belief ah okay, okay. you know i mean i'm not saying that you you aren't like that but that i'm just trying to explain but the yeah, poll okay. question now I'm, I'm with you on that but you talking about real life i'm like fuck that shit it's been a many times i've seen the motherfucking fight break out and i go in the opposite my black ass be like nope gotta go that's true that's true like like hoppo hit that man that i'm the piano man i shut that shit and party over yeah, she left me in the middle of a fight one time, y'all. I'm a, mm. Some dudes was fighting, and she just ran away. <laughs> I was like, damn, I could have got shot. 
been dead like ricky and boys in the hood i will run and call a 911 oh 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 you gonna get help and assistance she wasn't calling me no help she just ran and left me so now we know where we stand episode I let you die i get you some help what the fuck i'm gonna do how you gonna know if anything happened to me you already ran and left me. i tell you the police about that. your gps position <laughs> episode episode 1207 pools at 11 that's when we went to shout out our production and recorded live there linden 88 says rod oh my god that bevel rap i can't that was so good i know you went out on top but you definitely left the rap game too early man <laughs> what y'all want to hear more of that <laughs> that's certainly they not said that was flames can't make a comeback like that <laughs> the world needs some more of your hot beats get with tristan walker and turn that rap into a tv ad bevel presented by beats by rod they sell <laughs> them like patty pies <laughs> keep up the awesome podcasting you and karen never stop cracking me up uh thanks Lynn. thank you baby yeah i don't think uh i don't think mc rise gonna be making a comeback guys no no oh sweet road to Tavola. i think he retired too mm-hmm. uh have you ever heard have you ever had to go number two in public and not in a bathroom yes or no 25 percent of my audience has had to use go number two in public Oh, not in the bathroom poor thing. and 75 percent have not because they lying have you ever had to use bathroom outside karen number two not number one nah number two number one yes i have gone i've gone number two outside one time i was at the basketball court my dad made me use the bathroom outside because he didn't want to stop playing basketball <laughs> that's right mom you just found out <laughs> mm-hmm you find out a truth about your husband at park road park i had to go down in the woods it was right by the fence too i'm like man what if a bear attacked me or something i know a snake or some shit come on yeah. dog with them fucking bugs there was flies out there i was like how do these flies get here so fast <laughs> they smell shit i mean but still they damn that was fast like they really came out of nowhere it wasn't no flies and all of a sudden it was flies it's terrible y'all <laughs> i guess they could sense when folks is squatting and shit right like just use a leaf i'm like i hope this ain't poison ivy man i know because you know you don't know the fucking difference pile leaves or some shit what's happening daddies <laughs> i know right a oh, mama would have ended the day took your ass home at least took you to mcdonald's and came back daddy's like fuck it boy you'll be strong i shouldn't even uh get them nothing for father's day now <laughs> think about this <laughs> we will and he'll be here what are you talking about i can't say nothing my mom i had these bathrooms with my mom too when we was she was at the track and i couldn't hold it and uh i think i asked her could we go to like the hardy's up the street and uh she she was on the track just walking like i gotta do two more laps or something and i just had to go into a cinder block like you know the cinder block they the big the big um concrete blocks that have like a hole in them mm-hmm just had to turn it on the side and use the concrete hole like ah! a bathroom it's disgusting get your aim right it was disgusting dog Ugh. memories you uh wonder why we don't have kids uh parents got worse stories than that i'm sure yeah i bet you they do rodney was telling me about sebastian he's just like yeah man i'll pick him up crap all up down his onesie 
I was like, they don't tell you them stories on TV. No, they don't tell. They don't tell you the stories about. Uh, and I've seen this in real life. And this is why I just don't need kids about little boys. Little boys when they when they um infants, the first little wind, they hit they hit 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 they penis. Their penis would get hard, and they'll just piss on you for no reason. So I was uh with my mama, and she was uh changing uh, one of my um cousins, her baby's uh diaper, mm-hmm. and I know I heard it, but I hadn't seen it in real life. She went to go change her uh that baby diaper, that baby pissed all over her, and ah, it was the funniest shit in the world to me. It was so funny. I was like, see, this one guy, I don't got no kids. I'd be too busy laughing at my babies. Babies don't care, man. Oh no, oh no, they, they, they do not. They give zero fucks about you or what's going on in your life. Uh, alright, episode 1208, The World is Yours. We had DJ Ben Amin of the Friend Bros show. Friend Bros. Mm-hmm. For all nerds. Um, and we talked about a bunch of stuff, man. We what, did. Growing up black and nerdy and fitting in and, uh, hashtag gate and, you know, the Grand Duchess being on Faces of Black Twitter. Just a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. Uh, it was fun. I basically threw out all the stories and just, we just talked to Ben Amin. And that was so much fun. I think he's in the last days of his Kickstarter. So for those of you who mm-hmm. thinking about it or hadn't made a decision yet, I'm going to do it for Layla. And so for those of you out there that are just catching up, it's still, it's still open. So don't think it's closed yet. The Kickstarter is called The World is Yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the comments academic says between my giant glasses, had it for three years, too long, high top fade with red hair mind you and then my sh- <laughs> he was a redhead king fan i know you got that shit a hundred times <laughs> that's the only redhead nigga people know in rap and then my short stint with the b2k curls in college i made some mistakes but they made me who i am i was talking about those talking about those fashion choices <laughs> yes yeah. uh anonymous says karen's rant about the fable beta version on xbox was more than enough justification <laughs> for going premium i got my life to that rant <laughs> i'm glad y'all did right mark g says "Woo, what a month it's been for the blackout test i'm usually too lazy slash tired to comment but y'all been touching my spirit first thank you both for what you do your work ethic is weekly motivation second congrats on the ebony feature but i gotta tell y'all i'm not surprised one bit y'all so humble and real that i don't think you realize just how big you're doing it i called rod a star once and he rebuked it so quick lol <laughs> i know nope we not superstars yeah i wish people happy birthday on facebook sometimes if i have time Me like too. i'll get that update and i'll just go through and wish everybody happy birthday send them a bitmoji or something like that you know just mm-hmm. let them know i said i'm thinking about them or whatever you know on a day and every once in a while somebody will be like oh my god a star a fa- my, <laughs> all right i can't believe a celebrity would comment on my page and i was like who where who, what's the celebrity right who i want to talk to him like, they're looking at you and you go no 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 not me i I, right. I don't do it as frequently as roger because a lot of times i don't have time but when i do yeah i will too uh, that's why i love you both you guys don't get swept away with the type with the hype waves you keep it real and continue spreading love and nothing shows that more than how you went about the thrones situation third i connected so much with rod's experience i was that smart black kid from the black side of town who got bused to an affluent white school in boca raton florida oftentimes i was the only black kid in class i remember in sixth grade my homeroom teacher used to make fun of my lips and i just sat there not knowing what to say needless to say when black history month rolled around and i i hated life uh, i became their zoo animal as a kid for the life of me i couldn't figure out why i didn't fit in even when i dressed and talked like them i was too black for the white kids too black and pure uh too black and poor for the few rich black kids and just not cool enough for the hood kids 
looking back in uh the school had great resources but it was toxic as hell for me i have to admit though the hood kids never gave me a hard time most of them just didn't really fuck with me and that's it i was getting that you talk white and your hair is like sheep's wool shit from the white kids yeah that's another thing i think by the transitive properties of whiteness a lot of people just don't count when white people do shit like that when they're kids but with a black but if black kids do it it's worse because those kids are also black so it's like my white friends pumped my head up by saying you're special and complimenting me by saying i'm i'm not as black as the other kids Mm -hmm. but when the other when the black kids say it i feel like they're ostracizing me but to be honest in both cases you're really being ostracized yes sir uh because um they're telling you well one well okay i'll take that in the one case from black kids a lot of times they tell you that out of insecurity for themselves yes they feel like you're going to alienate them and they're going to lose you to whiteness and that's sad that they feel that way uh but i've been part of that i felt that way before where i'm like damn is this black person really just like fuck me because i'm black and they think white people are the best um which is an insecurity you know you Mm -hmm. shouldn't even really be thinking about that shit but Mm -hmm. that's what happens often that's why people react so harshly when you see somebody like don lemon or richard sherman say what about black on black crime it hit uh, it hits a part of us that makes us go does this people does this person think white people are superior to us and they don't want to be around black people they don't want to admit that they're black as well we have those moments Mm -hmm. like Um, we're subpar yeah we're inferior like we're inferior is what those moments are and it hits at that insecurity now insecurity is a, a word that is normally loaded when people use it but i'm using it as just like a textbook definition i don't mean anything loaded by it Mm-mm. i don't mean it as a negative or a positive i mean it as a statement of fact that we have insecurity around race i think it's very justified that we have insecurity around race because we have had that shit drilled into us and so much of our experience has been tainted by how we're treated based off of something we can't help so it's not i'm not trying to say it as like you guys are are bad or i'm bad or i've i've experienced we all experience we all have these moments where we're like benefit of the doubt i can't give it to you because i'm black and this might just be some race shit you know um so at any rate i feel like we're all formed at a young age we all had those that kid inside of us and i know when that kid for me was rejected by the kid the black kids in my ag class but i was still cool with all the black kids outside the class and it always made me feel weird like so i come in these classes i feel like almost like a a visitor in these classes like i'm just here to get my grade and then i go hang out with my niggas afterwards you know what i mean like i I, you know me and my friends we rap and freestyle in our spare time we play basketball in our spare time you know we um you know we like we're talking about all the hood movies and shit like we have a black ass life but it's like when i come in this room now that experience is not just makes me an outsider to the white kids in here but a lot of the black kids don't really like being like me being in here either right so um it's just you know it's weird yeah it's a real experience for a lot of people yeah i never really had a bully until i went to ag classes with white people you know what i mean i had a dude to try to bully me and i had to fight him a bunch of times actually but it's just crazy that you know i never had a problem fitting in the other places you know but and i wore glasses and i you know had asthma it's not like i was the cool kid or nothing it's just 
for some reason i didn't have these issues and, and not and like i said you don't want to let that shit affect you because it's a holdover and some of us are grown now mm-hmm. and we still have these issues and we pass these issues on to our children yeah we judge other black people constantly and how black they are and what kind of black person they are and we're so afraid they're doing it to us too so for my part i'm just trying to let go of the first part because mm-hmm. i can't control what other people think about me you know somebody think i'm a coon some dude saw me saw my auto tweet about bevel and was like yeah this old hillary shield uncle tom you know like i can't control what that person thinks about me if they think i don't love black people i don't know what to say you know what i mean that's like they just don't fuck with me period but i can control how i feel about other people so i try not to have that anti-blackness and that hatred because just because somebody had a different experience in life you know just because your experience was uh upper class or blurdy or what you know the only black kid at the white school and black kids used to pick on you uh in your neighborhood hey man that's a black experience too Mm -hmm. and it's just as valid as mine so that's what i'm trying to get to anyway um so uh yeah but yeah i never got that either the you talk white uh shit i just i don't know uh i've been unlearning anti-blackness ever since all this to say that i see you two loving each other loving our women on blackness spreading love to the lgbtq and other groups you may not be a part of that scared little sixth grader in me appreciates the fuck out of that the world already tries to tell us we ain't shit directly and indirectly we don't have to do it to each other thank you thank you thank you the storms come and go the waves crash overhead the big fish eat the little fish but rider can't keep on paddling y'all both superstars now yeah i said it fight me rod (laughs) i'm not gonna fight you mark uh really dark knight says i don't have a lot but i connected with what rod had to say about being the black kid in the advanced classes in elementary middle and high schools i didn't quite fit in but i didn't care because i don't fuck with many people anyways i was insecure because i sounded like a white kid but as i moved around and met more black kids who weren't from the hood so i didn't feel so insecure so insecure once i grew into adulthood none of that mattered but my but that blackness did yeah blackness gonna always matter yeah and i can't speak for the people that have a different experience than me growing up but i in general my belief in all this shit is that people go where they are loved right right people go where they are loved and i've talked to grown people like grown adults that i know we joke about you know light skin dark skin and shit like that but that shit matters too and i was talking to a a a friend of mine and she was saying that growing up as a child she said most of her criticism like she said came from black people because she was light-skinned and and it was always you're not black enough you're not dark enough so she felt that exclusion a lot of people take and a lot of times they don't it only have to be nerd associated but a lot of times people take those things and they they actually um take that and interpret it certain ways and run away from blackness because they don't feel accepted and loved like you said it's one of those things where people love you that's where you go yeah i, I mean like w- when i look at why our show is a nexus for a lot of different people um it's because we show a lot of love to a lot of different people yes we do so that's it it's not like it's some you know it's like it's not like it's some like big ass secret it's just like people go where they where they feel like they want it and it's just you know what they're considered at least you know right. thought about <laughs> yeah thought about and the thing about it is that 
we don't tell people to change we don't tell people to um well i do i well i don't want to say that baby because we do we definitely like if it's like a bigot or some shit we like yo yeah. like it's I mean, like yeah, people are I mean, like i don't not, like gay people because i'm christian when, when 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 i say that i mean because when i say we extend like when we uh extend work with other podcasts like uh, you know if put like this if we be like certain things that they do like okay we can't mess with y'all but mm. people we bring on to the show overall we're not like change your show change your right. format change who you are like we don't we don't do that that's that's what i mean by that statement well, okay yeah well i'm saying i'm talking about people go with it i'm talking about fans listeners yes. like not just other podcasters but just people in general like you know and i think so anyway my point back being when it comes to like people that maybe were ostracized by black people when they were younger maybe they weren't the cool black kid and maybe race was a part of that for them you know what i'm saying like to because i feel like when white kids are nerdy it means they're outcasts but it doesn't get put on whiteness like nobody turns around and says white people ain't shit because they didn't accept this they didn't accept bill gates as a kid but we do that as black people like if 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 bill gates was black and he had the same experience where he was a nerd and socially was kind of ostracized we'd be like well that's black people's fault right so i feel like a lot of times people just looking for togetherness and unity and community and if you can provide them a space for that you know where they can feel like somewhat like where they can flourish then they'll gravitate towards you you know that's true the hard part really is just keeping the biases and the hate out of the shit because too many people think certain shit like people that think i don't agree with a gay lifestyle think that they're not being a hateful person you know so like it's certain shit certain shit that you want out of your community and we Mm -hmm. try to keep that out of our show and out of the people we fuck with yes sir but in general you know i feel like we're a pretty welcoming show as long as you don't come in with some bigot type shit yeah that's true too uh all right the poll was are you embarrassed by the style you had as a kid yes lol and no i regret nothing <laughs> 59 percent of y'all don't regret not a damn thing cross colors jerry curls uh, yep uh <laughs> rayon jackets crisscross silk shirts starter coats 41 percent of y'all do regret it members only jackets mm-hmm. will in toronto says i don't regret a damn thing but looking back at the purple silk shirt and the purple corduroy paco pants makes me wonder how i made it this far like <laughs> tanya w42 says i voted yes but at the same time this is a perfect opportunity to pull out my the super mullet photo this was my 13th birthday okay let me see if i can let me see if i can put this photo in the chat for you guys we can see what tanya's mullet looked like uh assuming it uh pops oh. up let me see uh i don't know for some reason it's not popping up i just had to click on it myself uh to see what it looks like but apparently she had a super mullet um, mullet that's old school right there. oh man oh that is a super mullet boo boo Woo! good grief like vanilla ice on that first album ah! uh that is that is that is what well, they said party in the front business in the back that is some <laughs> serious mullet action up in there i'll put that in the chat for you guys she says what what can i say it was the 80s i think that was also the phase when i would only wear black white or gray lol <laughs> everybody came a long way baby eve says i'm giving away my age here but when i was young i used to dress like a cross between madonna janet jackson and punky brewster oh you had a combo everything baby 
punky brewster mm-hmm. that's an old shit right there yeah that show never made sense nobody would be called punky how come there's I no damn show. nobody's ever met a person named punky in real life no there's not even another punky like actress or anything Mm-mm. all that neon those leg warmers and the big ass bows and giant hoop earrings and one ear with a key on it a key on it yeah. what i, I look, hope that key didn't go to nothing all right i look like boo boo the fool but you couldn't tell me shit because i just knew i'd look good now i cringe when i see your pictures of me <laughs> <laughs> but let's get in the house take out my damn earring uh we had episode 1209 the 10 cause commandments where we had jl covan on mm-hmm. doing some trump and some bernie people love those uh impressions uh, i think we even got a little obama in there this time we did academic says when you guys were discussing kazi's legacy after it coming after it coming out to that he's the world's most prolific rapist the parallel that comes to mind is all the founding fathers they started the country and we as a country respect them but most of all most all of them own slaves and there is no way to be a kind plantation owner uh washington and his peeps did great work but we ain't we're ain't but we're ain't shit people both are true at the same time and an adult consideration of their life uh should reflect it i here's the thing i'll add i don't even think that's as bad as what bill Cosby did and i don't mean it in a like put it this way i don't think it's as unique as what Cosby did because Cosby is a prolific serial rapist that's gotten away with it in a time where not everybody's done that like you maybe a lot of people have committed sexual assault bill Cosby is the michael jordan sexual assault it would be like if george washington owned slaves but he owned like half the slaves in the in america period like it's the most like is the he is the most at it so Cosby th- and the founding fathers were never considered like um host in my opinion i don't know but it, when i were taught to us as kids i think we got that oh well you know they founded the country and they were very forward thinking but they weren't really presented as wholesome on any adult level bill Cosby actively went out and gave speeches as a wholesome person mm-hmm. i think uh he had this tv show in this fictional world where people assumed that that must be how he really is so i feel like while i understand and there's probably tons of people through history that we have done complicated things but we kind of lionize them right i think bill Cosby shit is like even worse because he's done all this while being lionized uh and people claim to care about these things you know people didn't care about them owning slaves when they owned them slaves you know but if people would have known oh this is the 17th time bill Cosby got accused of rape in 1970 it would have been a thing you know what i'm saying so anyway that's my guess i but i feel you though it's not like i don't reject the comparison out outright mm-hmm. i just think what he did is even more fucked up uh as far as compared to the times like we can't even say like well this is a time where you could just rape 70 women and just keep doing it like th- like no that's never been a time when that was okay uh you know in bill Cosby's life if he ever would have got caught or that stuff would have ever come to light while the he could still go to trial for it he would have went to jail i mean you just can't keep doing this you know just imagine imagine if each one of these women got their day in court think about it like they're not going to but imagine if they had at the time of the incident each woman could take him to court he would probably win some cases he would probably lose some cases point being his ass be in jail 
and he be he would never be the mr family father of the country that'll never happen that would have never happened if he had been actually accused in court 50 times uh tanya w42 says i couldn't help it when you were riffing on the utah jazz names all i could think of was the utah cock blockers oh well definitely not the utah jizz them blocking all that porn ah! uh would you have sex in front of a smart tv that's right we talked about an article where people had sex in front of smart tvs and they were ending up on uh the internet i know you porn yeah because uh hackers can hack them yes i'll still risk it and no i'm not taking any chances 44 percent of y'all are not taking any chances 56 percent of y'all said they gonna risk it mike in london says i actually had a piece of paper uh a piece of tape over the camera lens to my laptop i don't want that thing looking at me who knows what software has been put out out there by someone Mm, good point eve says too late for me sad face got your cakes up on the uh on the x hamster eve send me a link all right the poll (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding unless you're gonna do it uh 1210 was episode what you white walking about willis uh we had the five starter crew on mm-hmm. and we talked uh game of thrones you know we talked thrones them thrones however you want to call it and uh we talked about it uh with the crew we also talked about steve harvey and fucking yes family feud family, yeah we talked about a bunch of shit man uh, <laughs> anthony mackie it's just a fun episode it was c6 says i have a different take on signs of interaction with Littlefinger. while it definitely shows how her personality has changed i saw it as just another instance of the starks shooting themselves in the foot she and john need an army and Littlefinger offered them an army but she she was pissed at him so she said fuck your army i'll find my own way if there was if there's once thing one thing we know about this show is that anytime a character especially the starks let their anger pride grudges emotions get in the way of making a decision that would benefit their cause they get fucked over big time don't get me wrong sansa has every right to be pissed at Littlefinger, but she should have taken that army and made him pay later i hope i'm wrong but i have a feeling the starks are going to suffer because of it hmm okay uh i don't know man i feel like i mean it's a it could go either way but i guess i don't have that feeling this time i feel like she did it because she understands she can't trust him because he's a snake and his army she that's just a chance she got to take for this one i just don't think she can trust him or his army Mm -mm. fuck around and kill them and if you pay attention um she said for him to go back there to mo kate caitlin or kate whatever and then she said she never want to see him again but i mean she knows where he's at you know so i guess she could use him at some point send him a raven anyway point being i understand i don't i don't know uh and i and i mean it's game of thrones so anything could be a mistake pretty much everyone's died because they held a grudge or let their emotions get in the way i mean you know the only people that didn't die that way were people that just weren't paying attention you know prince tristane and shit like that seasick also said hi i didn't write that email but the kokiri kids is a reference to the kids that worship the deku tree at the beginning of zelda ocarina of time oh, <laughs> that's what they call okay d dub says i too had almost which is funny i'm wearing a zelda shirt today uh i too had an almost emotional breakdown over the death of Hodor. 
uh it's not that he was integral to the storyline it's that he was a decent person there are so few people uh decent few decent people in westeros everyone has an agenda and all hoarder wanted was a company of denny's grand sandwiches uh <laughs> hope he's in westeros valhalla heaven drinking ale and eating bacon and brand can go straight to the seven hells hate that boy damn uh amani says just want to let you know just how much it means to see both of y'all being so mature handling this situation like adults there's so much negativity every day it's great to see you actively bringing people together and listening to each other and not just ego this podcast and the community makes me better every day and that's why your audience is what it is you can't fake that authenticity hell it would even be cool if things worked out to get jamie on here well we trying we trying it's gonna happen i got an email her but i we've we've dm'd not even to talk about this but because y'all are dope black creators and it's always cool to see that come together yeah we want to get on here and talk talk thrones man uh and raw i think you're right that ramsey didn't send that letter to john at first i thought it might be that um umber lord trying to play him since i'm not convinced that was a real direwolf head but the more i think about it it was probably little finger Ramsey's plan was always to go to castle black and kill john so giving him time to build an army doesn't make sense but it does help Littlefinger trying to leverage the number of knights of the veil but the way the letter was written means if he did send it he definitely knew about Ramsey. i'm more curious about who paid for the hit on that actress aria assumes it's the younger girl but what if it's cersei or at least clyburn uh she did tell him to find everyone mocking her and have them killed oh that's true and she said she didn't care what city it was in that's mm, that's interesting how ironic she she upgraded her internet she got google now she got them birds Mm -hmm. (laughs) got them birds (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's slinging birds uh how ironic would it be for aria to be working for the last woman on her list that would be and for zartan to know it great show as always and looking forward to seeing y'all at awesome con next week hope you get to get take a real vacation this summer too lord knows it's been a long year oh for sure for sure that's coming mm-hmm. uh Hiroja sheep says rod and karen it was nice to hear y'all patch things over the five starter crew and get things to simmer down on the interwebs could y'all use your peacemaking powers to, for the great good for uh for the great good maybe settle the twitter beef between lewis tomlinson versus zan malik of the one direction of one direction fan <laughs> i mean fame it is not for me my younger sister is really into both of them don't lie it's you mm-hmm. you just like uh when louise was tr- was trying to act like she didn't like um that little that, boy the boy grand yes. that, that tina was into uh one of the one of them ha- one of the hashtag thrones brand really effed up on this one. Oh wait on to the thrones there we go brand really effed up on this one i'm hoping that he has actually learned something from the death of everyone again because that little boy has his location on and it somehow is able to get down south and cross the wall it is game over man for everybody uh have a great saturday y'all thank, thank you. you we'll have a great saturday and the poll was easy anthony mackie's acting good serviceable or bad good 21 percent. bad 14.7 percent which means k bad was right ah 65 percent of y'all agree with him just a serviceable actor okay he was serviceable he was all right he was all right he refilled my coke right he did oh he did okay for himself 
uh all right and then we had one uh one voicemail hey what's up rod and karen karen rod uh i just listened to your last feedback show and i also listened to the part of uh angel of fire starters uh shock f shock episode two episode 231 i'm trying to figure out like well how to fix, how to fix this and everything because well not, not how to fix it but what what we go here go from from here like because you better go back to the, the ways of hollywood because in hollywood the rules of hollywood is people producers and everything can listen to your ideas while having to uh make get some kind of contract in place because if you read your scripts or something then they say they might use your scripts and in the later in the long run later on down the line and it's just like you know, use your ideas you like that movie come to america come to america the, the original guy who made that movie so it's good to guys in hollywood they, they turned it down a year and a half later next thing you know he's seen eddie murphy taking his role and not taking his role but then having the movie out with another studio so and then these guys are talking about like how he wanted to stop uh putting up this thing called sharking where if you steal my idea i'm mean, gonna get our people on you and say you shocking my ideas really the internet is a, a new a new place now it's a new place ever since most media got out everyone wants to be funny and if i share some of yours am i shocking you because really i'm just sharing i'm not literally stealing your idea and just copying and pasting it so i just make it like my own i'm sharing your idea trying to link back to you as a, a form of appreciation i so I just want I want my people to see when I get my your my dear son. I always I just when I share something, I post on Facebook or Twitter or whatever what have you. I try to link it back to uh, the person the original idea I got it from. I thought this was a, a form of appreciation, and if they get my people's who I shared it with, they all get to see it. They, they feel inclined to go and check you out. That's on them. They don't. They don't. But I like so like all I'm saying. Or favorite, you know, or heart and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's just, it's just my ideas on it. I don't know. Hopefully, this gets squashed. And because my, because my idea on it is like once it's on the internet, it's no longer, no longer yours. How, how do we? How do you police that? How do you keep people from uh, owning your, uh, owning your stuff or saying it's yours? Is there trademarks on it, or is there? There's no laws written on this, especially, and then there's no unofficial rules out there on the internet to keep people from using your stuff. Once it's on the internet, people take care of your stuff, and you gotta do all kinds of crazy things, actually get the, the uh, law involved to do cease and desist, the cease orders, which no one really owns anything on the internet. The internet is a lawless land. So, I don't know. This is my thoughts. Hopefully everything is good. Later. All right um all right so i guess for me i wasn't really looking at the technical part of it or even the legal part of it i just don't want to be fucking up somebody's whole thing when that's not what they intended and i definitely don't want to profit off of somebody else's work that they didn't intend for me to profit off of and i don't want the credit for somebody else's work because you know one it's wrong but then two ego part of me is like i can create something cool too i like i didn't why would we start this show to do shit like that 
you know we've been doing this too long we work way too fucking hard for it to be that you know to be out here taking people's shit and i know people say well it's on the internet and all that stuff and i get it but besides that's besides the point morally and ethically to me like you can make the point legally but we're not in a court of law i'm not trying to take your i'm not trying to brand your shit you know i'm not i'm not at the patent office talking about it's mine you know i'm not trademarking your stuff so uh i don't think that that has to be a legal thing it can it can be just one of principle and i heard their point and i agree and i understand that point you know like i said i don't i mean i don't want to reiterate the same shit over and over like could have been an email either way it would have been taken care of point is i don't want to be in anybody's way and i don't want to be an unwanted presence uh in anybody's lane karen anything Mm. okay all right uh (laughs) we got uh some emails uh anthony writes in hey karen and rod wanted to keep the karen love going from last week into this one i love karen's accent it reminds me of my cousins and aunts from spartanburg south carolina i love karen's point of view on topics especially when it evolves upon learning more information like a normal person because most of the time i'm right there with you because most of the time right there with you looking at stuff sideways initially also i wanted to say congratulations on being at ebony magazine i know i don't know y'all but i showed my mama like look at this you oh, guys your mama's like, who are these black folks you guys in the work you you've done and continue to do inspired me to start my podcast that i do with my wife and some friends keep doing what you do and what you want to do uh when you want to do it i uh, love the love and respect y'all have for one another i love that you love your blackness i just love y'all man can't wait to meet y'all at awesome con i hope i don't come in on 10 with my excitement to see y'all set off rise introvert i'm ready to go home now feel this hello hell okay this is long enough keep doing the big anthony from the grand shucket podcast thanks Thank man you, sweetie we appreciate you yeah roger Granger can be okay it's, it's just we just view things differently now i'm afraid i'll be on 10 because like i said i'm an extrovert so i completely different uh yeah chris looked up taken and said why do like why we gotta stop using tanking man tanking is in the english dictionary and it means to fail at something that's that's not five star not the only people that use it you know but uh take like i the way that five star talks about it is like when you fuck something up and like you get the word wrong you name something wrong i mean they have a whole segment on it every week um so i i mean look the goal is not i don't want to be like some stringent dictator type shit i just don't want to be uh like i'm a fan uh and their language is all fucking throughout like throughout my like their slang is all throughout my shit i've been liking and listening to them and reading them before any of y'all ever heard of them most for most of the people listening so um it, i just don't want to be the person that's getting credit for it and i don't want to be the person that is like abusing that or whatever so i'm not telling y'all but to not be able to say the word tank or something like like it's not crazy like that mm-hmm. but at the same time you know i would have people like let me write in to your show with this tank and i'll be like no but just write fire starter mm-hmm. that's their segment yeah like you know like i'm gonna be listening to that too you know so why don't you write it there because it's more fun for everybody you know but uh so at any rate i'm not telling y'all y'all can't i mean it won there's no 
like i told them man they shit so good there's no better way to describe some shit than just it won as soon as you see it like it's like when people say 100 from our show mm-hmm. when they talk about fucking with black people after you at sometimes you make something so good that it's, it's just bigger than you it's just like well fuck that's perfect like sometimes i see shit and i just go 100 that's just fucking with black people and i'm 100 percent fuck with mm-hmm. so uh anyway the point isn't to be like they got their shit over there don't y'all bring that shit over here man i'm assuming most not most because um i don't i don't know how all y'all feel about sports and all that shit but let me just say some of y'all for show is fans of they show and we cross over and, and vice versa so uh for the sake of everybody you know it's not about being um like some totalitarian man it's just we we just would prefer to not step on toes but yeah if you want to say the word tank no i'm not you know i'm sure there's gonna be all kinds of shit that we say here where it's still kind of like heard that first on firestarter you know mm-hmm. but i just ain't trying to be the person to get credit for or be the person to abuse it that's all but i mean like it one if that was a nigga come on man that's not sit one yeah since that was a nigga like since it was a nigga nobody can overcome those no no nothing and i'm not trying to say that shit every time but like well you know if it was a nigga like no is it it one and you know firestarter.com dog check out the show uh here for and thank you hi rod ao writes in i just signed up for premium one because i need y'all to know especially after the thrones fuckery that y'all provide a valuable service and i'm here for said in the voice of karen and two because while i wouldn't go see lauren hill even if she were performing for free ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> she don't even got time for that actually <laughs> the cost of premium is about how much i'd pay to see my favorite artist in concert and they can't do what you do provide social commentary that challenges me and keeps me in stitches five days a week and more now that i'm premium hashtag living the life hashtag greatest investment ao thanks ao mm-hmm. we appreciate all the people that's been signing up and going premium or coming back and all that stuff we really do appreciate it it helps keeps the boat afloat sending from love sending love from cleveland terrence writes in uh i'm sitting at work listening to the feedback show and my heart hurts that anyone would think ill of you too i podcast because of you i first the first time karen shared my show on twitter i felt like i was on ebony you two are my podcast parents and i'm always grateful to you both for your influence and guidance and not just being amazing people who dead serious make me want to be a better man i know you are both people of conviction and would never have intentionally uh do others in the community wrong but i get it people will think and assume what they will and there and there's no control in that i just wanted to i don't know give y'all flowers or y'all can still smell them in the form of this email i guess thanks for all that you do stay up t to rail 713 thanks t thank you baby and yeah man i you know like i wouldn't do that and i hope the vast majority of people that listen to us would know that we wouldn't do some shit like that you know that's how i look at it like you really just gotta hope people can see and and honestly man like when you're not talking when there's not communication i think shit seeps in people get between folks people talk in your ear people talk bad about each other and it she could just you know that's why communication is so important man shit can always go way wrong when you're not talking and you're not communicating man and you know sometimes uh rather than trying to pass out blame i think people should be trying to find out solutions and i think that's what every party involved really did um after the initial you know podcast i feel like people just weren't like well what's the solution for me 
and what does that look like for me you know and it might look like uh different things for different people but the point being uh i think everybody was able to kind of move on and you know because honestly people too busy to be having beef over some damn podcasting man Mm -hmm. people too busy you know you got like the the work not gonna stop just because everybody don't like each other or people love each other or people hate each other like isn't the work never you still gonna have to get up and do some shit tomorrow so i think people uh found a way to work together and you know for at least for the most part for what they can do they find a way to coexist i put it that way um growing up nerd affiliate right said hey rod and karen just wanted to write in about my experience as a black nerd from elementary through ninth grade i went to private school i was one of four kids uh four black kids from k through 12 and i'm a first generation american i was the only black nerd amongst my classmates i would skip lunch and go to the library to read i would stay inside during recess every time i made a reference i would i was looked at like i was crazy the rest of my high school experience was the same growing up in the whitest part of texas with jock cousins who were more like brothers uh in a family who didn't value escapism books and films were all i had and i had to uh, keep most of that to myself because no one understood it fast forward um i have a fast forward a few years i found an online community of people like me i still live in the same sort of environment that i grew up in but i have people online friends this weekend took me back to the girl in the library the girl who would read through tears about people in imaginary places fighting real evils feeling real pain friends of similar situations this weekend reminded me that i'm actually alone that i never left those feelings in high school i carry them every day every time i rejected about talking about black panther or the slavery parallels in game of thrones i was reminded that you guys are not my friends i don't know any of you we do not have a relationship i'm not in the circle i'm only a consumer closer to a vampire than a friend and i'm so sorry for annoying you for adding to the mess in your lives i hope this letter finds you well affiliate um well i don't feel that you're a vampire affiliate and Mm -hmm. i hope you don't feel that you're not cool with us you know um we talk all the time on twitter and stuff um and i just think that's what arguments and conflicts remind a lot of people of Mm -hmm. you know um which is why i would rather get back to just the positive shit you know what i mean like yeah because we do a lot of people have more things in common than they think i think a lot of times people instead of looking at people from the fact of what do we have in common a lot of people always look at people like what is different than what i consider normal and it's one of those things where, uh, baby, I want you to know, too, that you're not alone. It's a lot of other people that went through the same thing. And it's one of those things where we try to create a very positive community um, where, you know, me and Roger, I just started, as an adult, I just started reading Black Panther. You probably read Black Panther years ago, mm-hmm. you know. So it's one of those things I want you to know, like you said, you find an online community. There are a lot of people out there uh from different types of platforms to let you know that you're not alone that little girl inside of you she doesn't have to feel alone anymore sweetheart yeah it took a lot for me to realize that you know there's so many different types of blackness out there dog you just you know everybody got their own story and um we all trying to fight to get over it to have some level of uh camaraderie man and i think that shit is important but yeah i i don't be feeling like you're annoying us or mm-hmm. you're a vampire or something like mm-hmm. that i mean i'm not saying there aren't people like that that can take it i've been we've had fans that went crazy psycho super fan type shit where it was like oh no this is 
too much right, but, but i've never felt that way about you most people actually have common sense and boundaries and borders most right. people do you do have the exceptions to the rules and a lot of times we try to address that kind of as it comes but for most people now nah. most people there y'all don't annoy us y'all don't get on our nerves you know no no you know we might uh uh joke and things like that but overall it's one of those things of nah most people are very cool people and we completely understand that and i'll straight up disagree with you and still be cool with you i don't think it's not about everybody agreeing all the time but just you know we just keep it keep it cool that's all it's not you know but at any rate man i do hate that you know that the show made you feel that way because i mean that is a harsh reality to it is y'all don't know us even though you know us you know what i'm saying like as intimate as this connection is if you just walked up to me in the street i'd be like who the fuck was that you know so i understand i i'm a fan of shows too it would be the same way i'm sure for me you know if i just walked up on somebody like oh shit so-and-so they'd be like i don't fucking know you so i could i could definitely understand that yeah yeah and the purpose is not to make anybody feel that way yeah i'm just saying i can understand if i walked Me up too. on chris harwick i'm sure he'd be like the fuck yeah who are you you know man? you can't just be like chris be like what uh what, what's going on here you know security security <laughs> all right and we can we, we can work it out later on uh greetings from beijing all right jared's writes in sup karen and rod first off props for the shout out in ebony ebony and jet were the only magazines my mom had in the house growing up so seeing y'all get that love gave me a touch of nostalgia yeah i don't i don't know if it's ever going to be in the hard copy but if it is we will forever be in the magazine genre of somebody getting a hot roller set while they reading the old episodes i mean old um Max is ebony and i feel good i i that, that that's a special place to be in because i actually read read a lot of that old shit from three years ago that the beauticians never got rid of secondly i'm writing you from my work desk in beijing china it's friday afternoon and news just dropped to the chinese detergent ad i get the outrage but as people who uh someone who lives in china and works in china i've been knowing that what chinese folks think about black folks anyways i'm just writing both of you to say thank you thank you for all the hard work and most importantly all the love you both put into the podcast my social my social media activity has increased since i started following the podcast and even got back into watching game of thrones because of the recap slash review episodes karen your laugh gives me extra life oh thank you i hear you ha ha and i get an extra boost rod when you tell jokes in that matter of fact way i almost pissed on myself laughing each and every time the string of mc hammer jokes when the guys from five started with guests almost made me totally useless at work uh i'll I'll keep this email short because i know you have lots to do keep sending out those positive vibes you have a fan it for life in me thanks man thank you baby appreciate you jaris mm-hmm. uh let's see john john writes in hodor dear rod and karen thank you i could not agree more about hodor i mean don't get me wrong he was a sweet character and i didn't want to see, see him die but he was clearly just a pawn in the service of that particular storyline he carried stuff and had outside strength as a ward vessel but really didn't do much else i was shocked at how many people felt this was the saddest and most outrageous loss on the show seriously i mean the red wedding didn't turn you off the show but this does anyway great recap it was great to hear you guys man fences with the hot five starter boys both sides showed a lot of maturity consideration and loyalty and reconciling what seems like it was ultimately just an emotional misunderstanding oh and i love the tangent to the last dragon even white boys in massachusetts like me 
knew how awesome that movie was the fact that Carrie could actually sing the theme song gave my heart the glow movie you got the glow you got to know the cheat that's what yes. leroy that sound like mc rod right there it does doesn't it <laughs> well you got the glow uh <laughs> your recounting brought back a lot of, of details i have forgotten since i haven't seen it in years didn't the dad end up all covered in spaghetti at the show enough and his true crash trash the pizza stop uh i feel like he did mm-hmm. i think he got thrown or maybe his brother got thrown in the trash and he had all that trash I think it was a brother. Somebody got spaghetti in it because they were sitting there talking to each other. I'm like, oh, go clean up. Laugh my ass off. I keep telling my wife she needs to see it, but she's hesitant. This may end up being the Chipotle that divides us. (laughs) 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 P.S. Thanks for introducing me to Leslie and Drew, the interracial John. They were hilarious and the conversation about male privilege and specifically white male privilege was spot on. Heading over to iTunes to post a positive review for their podcast, which from the couple that I've heard is great. Cheers. Yeah, we love uh, Drew and Leslie. They are great and we're glad to put you on to something mm-hmm. you know that's what we do here uh so yeah i saw somebody on twitter shouting them out for their podcast as well so mm-hmm. you know they yeah. over there working hard getting them getting them listeners out uh tvgwt equals may sweeps winner says monica uh hi rob and karen i don't know why that's so funny but it just is every time it's funny every time rod reads it that way <laughs> this week's show was uh phenomenal phenomenal it's like you program your best cliffhangers and season finales into one week of podcast hence may sweeps i thoroughly oh yeah that was the title of it may sweeps winner i thoroughly enjoyed every guest was was fun to catch up with dexter and the crew of the shadow dog uh dj ben i mean was fantastic and you all had some great insights and thoughts about nerd culture and just being accepting of each other jay jl coven's trump impression actually is freaking incredible finally i'm so impressed and proud of you and karen for reining in all the madness and ending the week with love i was stressed out for you being stressed i didn't say anything on twitter because i didn't know what to say not briefly at least but you showed some incredible diplomatic prowess and lack of ego i really like that you and karen said that you've made similar mistakes or you found yourself in that position that's a sign of true empathy and sympathy uh yeah we definitely or at least i have i can't karen is more reserved in on here and she's never like come on here and just went flap off on somebody but i know i have and then i later on i was like shit <laughs> that is that is forever yeah yeah right just yeah i get mad and angry and i get upset but yeah like like that i try like like my pure rage nah Mm-mm. well karen just talks to me about stuff so mm-hmm you know yeah yeah like like this is a bunch of you know well i didn't even say this and i didn't say that and i'm like well you got twitter (laughs) right right because i I guess you're just gonna tell me all of it i'm not tweeting it yes i think for me because i think a lot in my head a lot of times and i try to analyze things and and for me before i uh snap i try to be sure like where am i stand did i cause the problem am i you know am i you trying to be a part of the solution and shit like that so yeah a lot of times i kind of like right to say i, I want to call it a diplomatic me <laughs> yeah she just runs by me I, I don't ask that she run it by me i don't care you know because we each our own person i think mm-hmm. people kind of lose track of that when you're married they just assume that everything is going through some sort of arbitration before Mm-mm. it heads out the house but it's not yeah we get on the microphone you know if karen's upset about something uh i think she just reins herself in better than i do so like 
if i get mad i'm about i might say some shit i can't take back right <laughs> and, right and i've been there like before like i've been there so that's why i was like yeah i might regret that no i'm not gonna say that yeah well and then um also um i just think it's like a natural thing you just don't want to be mad right because you say you say the wrong thing when you're mad it's just bad and that's you know what's funny is that nobody's gonna write in and talk about how um i'm fucked up for backing down or rod i can't believe you would do this that and the other uh why you let them boys do you like that i won't get any of those emails but if karen would have done the same thing i did and been as vocal about it as i was we would get emails about how karen fucked up and all this shit it's just it's just fucked up man this is like a lot of double standards and shit out there yeah the fact that made me think about the conversation we was having with your dad yesterday me and your mama was talking to your dad about women and women voices and stuff like that and it was one of those things where you know i was telling him that you know it's really really a huge double standards in the way men um respond to shit and the way women respond to shit you know men are allowed to have emotions you know anger that's one emotion that men are quote unquote allowed to have and Mm -hmm. they're considered a whole human being there's nothing wrong with them for allowing themselves to be wrapped in that emotion but when women come over come around and have and have emotions particularly anger all of a sudden is you're being emotional you're being divisive it's everything but the fact that that anger that that probably coming out of that person's mouth might be very very valid uh 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 and and a lot of times that doesn't do anything but make that woman even more angrier which causes more people to dismiss her women and, and men particularly and and women too yeah it just is acceptable for men yeah for sure right um, and, and i'm very and i'm very and, I, and i'm aware you know of of that now certain situations i i just don't care but yeah when, when roger says that uh people really haven't heard my my true anger nah my, I, I i keep that shit under wrap because one thing about anger i realized that's a place you don't want to be for a long period of time because it's, for me it's not mentally healthy for me it's not a healthy and safe place to be in yep uh anyway even though your walking dead recast eventually forced me to start watching and becoming obsessed with the show i vowed it would not happen with game of thrones it's not my cup of tea that being said i love listening to the recast another listener once wrote in and said it's like hearing old tommy radio show so true and i love it well it just so happened that i watched the hodor episode with my family so i was i was really looking forward to wednesday show it did not disappoint because you cleared the air with firestarter guys plus a bajillion got a bajillion jokes off as well as so many hilarious and random tangents i needed those seven minutes about steve harvey and family feud and mustaches and how did we get here my <laughs> i ass only off. think we know how we got there thanks for all your hard work i don't think we listeners can ever say it enough never forget you can't crunch the baby uh <laughs> <laughs> love monica in manhattan p.s karen i'm a plant killer too i kill them i'm always sorry come on in for this hug group group hug because honey plants mm-mm, they don't make it around me yeah and i'll even say um as far as uh the the jokes man that's really what it's all about man that's what we do because once we was all getting the jokes off i think everybody was like oh okay you know like the first 30 minutes was awkward but they, i don't know it's kind of funny to me too you know so it was it's like a good episode of um curvy enthusiasm it's got awkward it's, it's it worked out tbdwt is the best um hello rod and karen 
i wanted to talk i want to take the time to email you both and let you know that i really love listening to your show i finally became a premium member this week and i'm content now it is true for me that you two are so good that i have to make sure there is always plenty to still listen to when i'm caught up on the blackout tips regular podcast i also wanted to say that while there have been several individual podcasts that really spoke to my heart the ones from last saturday and moving forward the rest of the week made me want to write in i decided to become premium not knowing about the temporary fallout over the game of thrones hashtag i was behind a few episodes but i have to say that after hearing everything it just really confirmed that i made the right decision and investment i truly admire and respect the fact that both you and karen were so humble honest and true to both yourselves and those you consider to be your friends and family i felt the hurt and dismay i had over learning about the misunderstanding and the sadness over the thought of losing a friendship or kinship with a podcast he truly cared about Rod and karen anyone truly listening to your podcast know how genuine both of you are and that both of you have real integrity i'm so glad that the five starter crew were able to look through the muck and my social media and see that as well yeah see that's another part people don't talk about right um they were catching so much heat that i was just hoping that they wouldn't be like so defensive and then be like well fuck it because that's what happened heat was real right people never talk about that shit but when you see your favorite or least favorite celebrity double down on social media what no they're normally doubling down because of their ego because people are coming at them and they won't stop so then you just go well fuck it then asians ain't people you're just like what you know like well how do you say that and it keeps going because at some point they just feel like i want y'all to be as mad as i'm mad right now right and um like i said man i saw them apologize multiple times on the timeline mm-hmm. um and it, like it just you have to weather the storm really because it's, it's over when people feel like it's over you know and luckily with the internet you know like something's gonna happen and eventually people will stop paying attention to whatever's going on with you mm-hmm. although you know for the most part with the internet like once you fuck up it is forever with some people they're never gonna let you live it down but the point being uh i'm glad that they could see through it too because ego works both ways man like people coming at them talking about, i never heard of you who are you i use your i use your hashtag if i want to and shit like that i know that had to piss them all the way off because that was a whole point so then to just slap it in their face like that's such an insult you know i'm glad that they felt similar about you know bridging the gap with us man because i i didn't want to lose that relationship and mm-hmm. like i said man i'm a fan of that show even if, like <laughs> that's what was fucked up even if they would have been like man fuck you when he coming on the show i would have still been like i guess i'll be listening next week and all right hopefully it's not too much about me you know i just uh, I gotta hit them tanks gotta get that <laughs> i need to see what what what's classy this week you know i gotta, mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta know what they thought about love and hip-hop you know like uh so hopefully you know I, I mean i'm just glad it didn't come to that man but yeah people don't look at it that way too because i'm sure they just defensively just as a human being it's like man y'all mad at me well fuck you you know and now i think then nothing nothing gets accomplished uh let's see um podcast number 1210 was great not just for the recap but even more for the heartfelt love understanding the camaraderie that radiated through the airways all of your shows for this week of friends were great uh yeah we friends Mm -hmm. trying to stay friends 
uh i want to say a lot but i know this is long enough just know that i'm a fan my hubby too now and i wish you both well sincerely robbie aka wolf girl aka battle and at butterfly rose on twitter thank you thank you sweetie and last one uh once again you niggas prove why you the best from sterling uh you know gaming and then some podcast mm-hmm. Hey y'all, just wanted y'all to have, I just wanted to say y'all had a hell of a week of podcasts and each one more flame emoji than the next. The Keanu pregame had me in tears because Justin wasn't about to let anything stop him from loving that movie. Mm-mm. Then last week's feedback show came through and had my chest tight as fuck because of me watching hashtag gate from the outside. The worst thing about it was seeing my niggas feel the pain of thinking who they thought were their friends may not view them exactly, exactly the same. I tried to stay out of it for the most part because Rod, I know you don't like to be messy and you don't need anyone to fight your battles for you. But when you post that, I thought we were friends, Bitmoji. I started tearing up. <laughs> yeah, I was playing basketball. <laughs> I was like, this Bitmoji is perfect. This is exactly how I feel. Like Tony and, uh, motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> look at that Iron Man. I mean, look at that cap. Talking to cap. Yep. Uh, I knew that kind of heartbreak. And then when you took us back to fourth grade with the sucker punch, i was all the way fucked up i literally had the same shit happen to me when i was in second or third grade except after he got me in the right right in the gut everyone laughed and the teacher told me to walk it off damn that's fucked up in my head i'm i'm dying and shit because i can't catch my breath and he want me to walk nigga please uh you remain so level-headed through all this and it really helped me mature to be honest i've always looked up to your guys marriage because conflict resolution game y'all got is like post-rape case kobe good (laughs) (laughs) jesus i'm trying to get there myself being raised in an abusive household made me view violent confrontation physical or verbal never never physically with quita of course as normal so seeing how you two interact shows me a healthy realistic way to be a loving adult also rod when you said on the air initially you were mad but you don't want to make decisions or speak on it while you're mad so you waited it blew my fucking mind i've never not reacted in the heat of the moment and when you said that something in me clicked of course that's the way a normal person should operate uh and helped me since uh then already with conflict resolution in my life i owe y'all an unpayable debt for the amount of maturation y'all had me do since episode one when music was still in the background to the podcast till now that's true mm-hmm. um i mean that we used to have music yeah oh yeah one last thing i'm happy i'm not the only nigga who ain't care when hodor died on hodor died on the <laughs> thrones game of thrones as soon as he he started hitting them palsy arms i started cooking already imagine you and the five starter boys possibly hitting that hold on hold on hold on invitation on uh wednesday that's like a nigga of pokemon trying to tell ash Ketchum that bernie sanders march from mlk or some shit ah. and i couldn't stop laughing i ain't i ain't shit and i know y'all ain't either yeah i know man i was like i saw it like i was like i don't know how unpopular this is gonna be but i'm i'm about to party off of hodor dying <laughs> it's too funny to be sad uh that's it y'all sorry for the long email but i had to let y'all know how dope y'all are see y'all saturday niggas peace the official new york giants fan of the show thanks sterling peace. yeah we can see you saturday i'm excited about seeing you in quita yeah and i'm not always successful in not speaking in anger but i try man and shit that's important i mean i see i see it happen all the time where the first thing people do they hit the timeline or facebook shoot off some hot you know some hot bars and yeah. you might feel better for a second but then like somewhere that person's reading that and 
they getting mad and they putting some hot shit out yep. there and you can't take it back man nope and and because i've been on twitter for for a while you know i've been on twitter long enough that i've seen what happens when twitter goes wrong and we've been on the receiving end of what happens when twitter go wrong goes wrong so it's one of those things where i've seen people put shit out there and the thing is people can men and i've seen people men and fix a lot of fucked up situations mm-hmm. and when people go out i'll put like this with that with that too hot take right and people turn around and remember that ships and get back together and friends again and they be like well i remember what you said they was like but nigga you was mad they don't give a fuck all they remember is what you said about them or the other person or whatnot so for me i, I always try to be very conscious of you know those type of of things there has been times where i've been mad angry and upset about things i have put it on social media but you know overall you know i've seen the good and the bad and the indifferences of social media yeah yeah so uh but yeah definitely didn't want to say at least that time for sure i definitely didn't want to say shit while i was mad and like i said it's i have my moments too man so you know and i can't say i do that for everybody you know but there's been i would say the vast majority of interactions where i had that really went sour i have tried something before we get to that you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i don't just go like whatever it is that where it's like i'm burning this bridge we're never gonna be cool you've tried it's never the first reaction it's always like uh, okay well let me email this person okay well let me uh talk to this person let me ask them why they did it let me get hit up their social media um uh, and then some people just they want to fight you know yeah. they want to they want to be uh a problem and then right. sometimes though you know when people are being genuine sometimes they don't want to be a problem you know it's just that they thought this is the only way to do it you know right and uh a lot of times uh you know like i said because depending on the situation a lot of times i will talk to roger and so a lot of the what you ain't gonna do clappy black hand emojis <laughs> it's, it's it's me and him talking yep so all right we'll be back tomorrow um no guest just Mm-mm. us mm-hmm. uh but we'll be back tomorrow kicking it uh, until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.